welcome to another episode of Dear Abby. Um, this is a Dear Abby podcast, and I'm your host, Abby. Shocker. Okay, enough about me. Sheesh. I already recorded this, I'm not going to lie, and I just didn't feel... I was in a really tired headspace, and I was giving you guys nothing. I was giving you negative. I was giving you all negative energy. And I refuse to do that because... I'm already in love with the people who listen to this because you guys are supporting me and I couldn't thank you enough. So I'm only giving you the best of me and the, I'm okay, not the best of me, but I'm giving you the most uplifting part of me. And that's not always happy. That could, Rudy, that could be sad. That could be melancholy. That could be angry, but definitely not tired. I feel like tired is just one that I don't want to give to you guys. So I'm sorry. Call me inauthentic, but I'm not going to give you tired, a tired episode. I'm not doing that. So here I am recording this for the whatever, whatever time this is. It's only the second. I didn't record all of it either. So I just kind of started and was like, "Mm, I'm going to wait a while and then re-record just to see how it feels. I hope everyone's having a lovely Thursday and ready to have some good mental health talk talk about some we finally have our first dear abby segment actually so we have advice we have and we have an advice column an advice segment people are people have sent in how do you say that like how do you say people have sent in their requests for advice people have sent people have now asked for my advice there we go I don't know why that was so hard, but it just feels weird. Um, people have messaged and asked for advice. I will say for the Dear Abby segment, I want it to be email, not emails. I want it to be voicemails. And I did have, I do have a phone number now specifically for the Dear Abby segment. So you guys can write in your, or not write in, you can literally speak to me and I will air that on the podcast. So I want to hear voices. I want to hear the drama. I want to hear the intensity. I want to hear the sadness. I want to hear you guys. I want to hear your real voices. And emails just aren't doing it for me already. And neither are Instagram DMs. I need to hear you guys' voices. So, I mean, it's okay if you if you really want advice and you don't want to record and people hear your voice. I'm not going to say your name or anything, but I do have a phone number. I'll put it down below. So please, 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 like, it can literally be anything. Like, just ask me anything. I just want to talk to you guys. Um, I was just talking to Chelsea about how I don't have a lot of uh, friends. So, you guys are going to become my friends. And that's about it. Yeah. So, I'm excited to hear voices, to get those voicemails coming in. Um, yeah. I'll post a number below. Make sure that you say Dear Abby at the beginning just to make it cute and stuff. And... If you don't want names or something, like I will air whatever you put in the voicemail. So if you don't want something in there, don't say it because I will not edit it out. I'm sorry. So just be very mindful. Literally write a script if you need to. Write an email out and then read it to me. That's what I suggest. Write an email, read it to me, and yeah. Thank you. Yeah, just so we don't get any complaints about how I accidentally said someone's name. Or something because it, it just will be in there. So just be mindful of what you're saying in the voicemail because I will air all of it. I feel like there was another update. Oh, I'm so sorry I didn't post last week. Long story short. Well, I'll, I can update you on this, I guess. But I kind of want to do it in a dramatic way. So we'll get into the story of why I didn't post in a little bit. But I feel like actually that was kind of it for announcements. Very exciting. 
um oh wait there's a more next week i will be available on spotify apple podcasts wherever you listen to your podcast i will be on there i finally got some cover art ooh, ooh. and so i will be a real legitimate podcast and i'm very excited well yeah i i mean i haven't got approved yet by apple but i'm sure it's coming pretty soon you'll be hearing me on everything so i'm very excited about that thank you guys for listening and just get ready for some mental health talk um i'm just gonna share my life update and then we'll go into a bit of dear abby we'll talk about um and then we'll talk about my mental health update and then we'll play a little game for fun so we'll end on a good note i'm still trying to figure out the segments i say that every episode but i'm just really trying to feel out like what i like to do what i what feels eh, and what feels and i don't know what that is yet so we're not doing dubs and l's i don't think um for now i think it's just a little bit too much so we're not doing that anymore and i did get some but i think maybe that'll be like once like if i do like a bonus episode or something i'll do just that or something for fun yeah so i still have lots of ideas for the future but yeah that's kind of where we're at today and i hope you enjoy this episode I don't know I'm saying it like I'm segmenting into like I'm going into a different it's just me like I don't know why I said that like that but we're just gonna transition to my life right now and all I'll say is oh not my wire my headphones oh I just realized I had my headphones on I don't want to hear anything right now um this is a lot better I can actually hear myself talk so I'm probably not screaming like I was before Okay, life update. So, yeah, if you saw my foot, um, you saw that I did tear some ligaments in my foot, in my ankle. I was climbing with Keaton, and he said, Abby, go climb that climb that you've never climbed before. And I did, and I sprained my ankle or something. Okay, fine. That's not what happened. He didn't tell me to climb it. I, I shouldn't have attempted it because it's a little bit out of my... Okay, no, I've done that level before but the way that the wall is it was horrible it was straight up and then it goes inwards so it's like 45 degree angle towards the ground so the the acute part of the angle wait i don't even know what i'm trying to say i just wanted you guys to know that i know obtuse and acute so suck that math and anywho yeah, I just didn't like the look of the climb. It was creepy, but I've done it a lot. Like I, I've attempted that climb a lot of times before, actually, for a good couple of weeks. And I was like, okay, today's the day. So climbing, feeling good. I sent a couple climbs before that. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. It was a Monday night. It was last Monday. Sorry, this was last Monday when this happened. We were at the climbing gym and I, cl- I climbed to the top. I got to the top and I was celebrating kind of and I touched the top and I brought my other hand to the top so I was hanging there for a second and then my feet slipped and so there was two there's not enough like room for my hands to grab in order to like stay on there so instead I just toppled to the ground and Kian said I was kind of still celebrating in the middle of my fall but I think I was just screaming because I slipped and I was kind of scared and when I landed I was also in rental shoes so I'm not used to the shoes that I was wearing so when I landed, my foot just went and I got real twisted all up 
and I fell to the ground, whimpered in pain for a little bit. Kean came over. He said, get up, you big baby. I'm just kidding. He was very, he's been very, very sweet and very thoughtful the entire time. But, um, yeah, I literally fell and I started whimpering on the ground. <laughs> it was very sad. And I genuinely just wanted to be, like, I just wanted to disappear because everyone, when I landed, I heard a bunch of people go, ooh, in the crowd. And I was like, freaking, of course. But honestly, I loved the attention. I'm just kidding. Actually, yeah, so I was whimpering on the ground. That turned into maybe a tear or two. And Keen was thankfully blocking me, like my face from the crowd. So no one could really see me that well. And the worker came over. She was like, hey, you know, are you okay? Blah, blah, I could talk. I just was kind of in shock at first for a little bit. Because, you know, when you hurt yourself so bad, you just, all you can do is just like, oh, you just whimper. I tried so hard not to resist the pain, though. That's one thing that I just, I feel like I've just learned that somehow. Because I've, I don't know, I feel like I broke a bunch of fingers and stuff. Or I don't even know how. I think it's also just from yoga. You just, like, learn not to, um. You learn not to resist the pain and just kind of lean into it and it's uncomfortable, but like you just have to trust, like being like regulate with your body. And I do that so well physically, like for my physical body, not for my like spiritual or my mental health, like my emotional body, like my emotions. I don't do that as well. I realize I'm realizing as I'm saying this, like I'm so good at doing that physically, like if I'm in pain sending love like okay it's okay we'll get better like we'll heal from this if it's emotional I'm like end of the world I'm never gonna get better I'm gonna be stuck like this for forever and I resist all pain (laughs) anyways so um yeah that's how it was at the climbing gym yeah so that's what happened and they helped me I set up eventually I was very lightheaded and we hobbled over Kean got all my stuff. He carried me out like a little baby. There was actually, before we left, there was a physical therapist there that he, or a chiropractor, and he came and helped, um, like, kind of check out my foot for me. And he was like, I think you're fine. Like, it's not like a broken bone. It's not anything like that. He's like, I think it's just either torn ligaments or you just sprained your ankle. Um, Grade A, grade, I don't even know, grade B. He said it could be great. I don't even know what that means. But we were like, so do we need to go see someone? And he was like, no, you don't need to see anyone. Like, they're just going to tell you what I'm telling you and do what I'm telling you to do. And you'll just have to pay a couple hundred dollars for them to tell you that. So I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to go see anyone then. I can't really afford it. Oh, my gosh. I'm, like, so out of breath. I feel like I'm talking so fast. I just got, like, a spike of energy. And now I'm just going sickle mode. Oh, I don't want to forget this part because I'm very proud of this joke that I made. I feel like sometimes I can either be really like funny, cute, clever in the moment or I literally am like a stupid, crying, little nervous wreck. And thankfully, I was feeling goofy that day because as I was leaving, Keaton was carrying me on his back or no, he was carrying me like a little, like an actual baby, (laughs) like both hands like this, carrying me like a baby out of the gym. And the, the front desk guy like ran to go open the door for me for... Well, I guess for Keaton holding me, but for me, obviously. And so I was getting carried by my king and then some guy opened the door for me and I was like, oh my gosh, I should sprain my ankle more often. I'm getting queen treatment right now. And he, the guy that opened the door, 
peed his pants because he was laughing so hard. He literally couldn't even hold the door open because he got weak with laughter. He fell to the ground, started dying laughing. Kean had to drop me to make sure he was okay because he was laughing so hard at what I said. Then pretty soon, everyone in the whole gym started cheering for me. They were hoisting me up, throwing me around. It didn't hurt my ankle anymore. In fact, actually, because it's all the positive vibes in the room and everyone was cheering for me and sending me healing energy, my ankle just healed on its own. So the boot I'm wearing is actually just for show because everything was heavenly after that, after I made that joke. And yeah, and Kean thought it was so funny. He's now like even more obsessed with me and just like won't stop telling me I'm like, I'm literally the funniest person he's ever met. So yeah, so that's what, that was my experience at the gym. So Okay, fine. When I made the joke, he, the guy at the door just gave a little chuckle and thought it was like kind of funny. And then Keaton just went and did like a whole like uh, whatever, shook his head thing. And later when I talked to Keen about that, he acted like it wasn't that funny. I was like, no, that was actually, it's funny because I came up with it on the spot. That's why it's funny. And, and Keen claims that the guy didn't even, Keen claims that the guy didn't even laugh at my joke. I'm like, yes, he did. I remember it because it made me feel so good that I made him laugh. Like, that felt so good to make him laugh. Yeah, anyways. But, to, I mean, that is what happened. And then we went home and then Keen's literally been pig. I have to, like, be piggybacked. Wait, huh? I ha- He has to piggy. Okay. For a couple of days because I couldn't walk or drive, Keen had to literally drive me everywhere. Um, I would get a piggyback right over or he'd carry me like a little baby. And... Yeah, it just was a wild couple of days. The next day, ironically, I had to go, not had to, I was excited, but it just was horrible timing because I took pictures for my cover art, which will be shared soon. Um, So stay tuned for that. But I rented out a studio, which was an investment in myself. I don't really actually spend that much money on things. I feel like I'm very cheap. Um, I'm not cheap. I'm just, I'm very intentional with what I spend money on. What was I talking about? Oh, so yeah, I was excited to spend it on a studio and just kind of invest in myself and in the podcast and stuff. And so I'm doing some big girl stuff. I had some things planned. Like we had already picked out outfits and all of these things and like, um, a bunch of stuff that we were gonna use for the st- the shoot. Also, I will say I'm so bad at that stuff. Like truthfully, I don't know how to do shoots. I don't know everything that goes into that, but there's a lot that goes into that. Like that stuff is not easy. That takes like so much work on the front end, back end, while you're there, everything. It's like it's exhausting, and it was fun. I'm a little bit weird with taking pictures right now. I think I'm just getting back into being kind of I don't know like loving myself loving how I look loving how I I don't know I'm just getting back into not self-loathing so um it just I was hoping that I could wake up have a relaxing day Chelsea told me this too she said when you're doing a photo shoot you want to like relax that whole morning before have everything planned out you you want to feel good in what you're going to wear you want to have already tried everything on like she just was giving me all these things to do and I wanted to do all of them, but because of my freaking ankle, I couldn't drive anywhere. I couldn't drive home that night. Um, I also didn't want to be driven home and then being home alone because I couldn't walk anywhere. I didn't have crutches yet. 
and I needed help like icing and like just literally moving around. So um, I couldn't put any pressure on my foot, like not even the slightest ounce or my whole entire leg would just like hurt so bad. Okay, not leg, but it would hurt up to my ankle. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, I didn't. I just felt a little dramatic saying leg. I couldn't relax in the morning because Keen had a bunch of stuff to do. And so I had to wait for him to be able to take me to like go get ready and get all my stuff together. And then Chelsea had a bunch of stuff. So I just I was like waiting on other people and I didn't have a relaxing morning at all. And I still had work like I still have my nine to five job. So it just was like a hectic day and I didn't get to relax. So I got to two and I was kind of feeling not grumpy, but just like very frustrated and I felt very insecure about myself and I just like forgot a bunch of stuff that I wanted and so I just was kind of down on myself because I've been very like my brain just for like I don't know how to describe it I'm just forgetful and it's in I I need to make reminders but at the same time it's like things that normal people remember to do I feel like I forget and that's very frustrating I feel like a burden all the time because I do that so if you do that, you're not alone and we can probably change, but it, I think that takes a long time. And I think it genuinely is just like brain health and like mental health. And the more anxious you are, the less like you're going to remember stuff, you know, um, that's just how my anxiety and OCD works. It, I mean, I still love the pictures that we got. We got a lot of really cute things. I mean, I now have my cover art I'm going to share next week and stuff like that so I'm excited about it and I love the pictures I loved how it turned out like I loved my makeup but it just was internally I just was struggling to like be confident and just like let loose and have fun during the shoot so I'm gonna be working on that and just like not taking everything so seriously and like I couldn't even walk around I couldn't help set up I couldn't help clean up I just had to kind of sit there like a freaking potato and be carried around everywhere and stuff so other than that, I, you know, just the classic, I've watched my nephew babysat a bunch, worked my nine to five, nothing crazy. Maybe there is, I feel like maybe I need to, I, I do actually write stuff down now for the podcast, so I remember, but there's always something that comes up that kind of takes most of my life update time, and I don't want to talk about it too much because I talk about myself a lot on this podcast, and okay, so that's it for life updates. It's been a wild one and I now have crutches. I have my foot's feeling better. It's not as swollen, but it's still really gross looking. It's better. Now I just have a boot so I can put pressure on it, but I have to put pressure on it very specifically and evenly or else it hurts like a mother trucker. Okay. We actually had a, if you see on YouTube, it's now purple in here, not the remote showing. That's embarrassing. Um, we actually had a submission for Dear Abby, so I'm so excited, and it's not a voicemail yet, because I just literally set that up today, but it's just an email, so I'm going to read it, we're going to answer it, and yeah, I'm excited. She didn't put Dear Abby on here, they didn't put Dear Abby on here, like the, I just want it to start with Dear Abby, because I think it's cute. It says, Dear Abby. Okay, it doesn't say dear Abby. I'm just putting that in there. Um, love your perspective and advice on the pod. I need advice. How do I get through a breakup? I recently started dating and had two pretty serious relationships back to back. Both lasted longer than four months and are moving towards future. The most recent breakup was has been 
the most recent breakup has been so, so hard. I'm struggling to eat, go to school, do any simple tasks. And the words he said to me while breaking up with me constantly replay in my mind. Ooh. Him saying, I don't love you. What advice do you have to heal well and get through the pain? Sheesh. Okay, first I want to say I'm very sorry. Just reading the struggling to eat, go to school, do simple tasks. Like, I can immediately, f like, that feeling I know very well, unfortunately. But also fortunately, because there is, like, a triumph of getting through something like that. That, that feels very empowering. But, yeah, definitely at the beginning, that's just kind of inevitable, I feel like, is to feel... It's normal, but it doesn't mean that it's any less painful for you. So, okay, let's see. In order to heal well, I would say something that is common, I feel like, when we get rejected is to then reject ourselves, which I feel like is just horrible timing. Like, I don't know why we do that to ourselves. So, now's the time to, like, journal write things that you love about yourself write the pain that you're feeling write out a bunch of different aspects about just what you're going through and take time to kind of get to know yourself now so I feel like for me when I go through something kind of um, shocking or just troubling um, a breakup um, I feel like I always get really like mad at myself or mean um, like I'm nice to myself I think like for the first two days but then once like the high uh, not even the high but do you know what I mean where it's like you get broken up with you have a lot of people who are consoling you or you're like just nicer to yourself for the first couple of days but then once like everything kind of settles back down that's when I feel like the lows happened so just be careful of that um, and just challenge yeah challenge the mean thoughts challenge like your thought patterns challenge um like the things that you're doing, if it's actually helpful or if it's not helpful in terms of just like your healing, um, take care of yourself, be gentle with yourself and lean into the pain. Like I was kind of saying before, where don't resist the, the emotional pain. Being rejected and just being told that I don't love you is like being told I'm not choosing you and you're not worth it to me. That's horrible and I'm sorry and that we're playing it in your head is horrible. Um, if your brain's just doing that automatically, just be like, okay, brain, I get it. Like you can keep saying this and you're just going to have to learn to just push past those thoughts. Don't suppress them or anything like that. But, um, you know, let them come up and be like, it's true. Like he didn't choose to love you. And that's just the reality of it. Um, doesn't mean you're not lovable. Doesn't mean you're hard to love. It just wasn't. I don't know. It just didn't work out. He didn't choose you. And I don't know the answer as to why and neither do you. And you might never know. So it's like there's no point in even trying to figure it out. <sighs> that is what I did wrong, unfortunately. I tried. I racked my brain around it, which I'll get to later. Um, so it's actually like the perfect question for what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. Just in terms of like mentally and things that I've been thinking about. Like I said, journal, go to like a boxing class or go to a place where you destroy things. Look up ways to help your nervous system. Yeah, just find ways to get your anger out, your emotions out. For me, it's writing. It can be hit workouts. It can be running. 
for you, it could be, you know, literally whatever. So try to find, yeah, just get to know yourself. I think it's a good time to kind of relearn who you are or recreate yourself. Yeah, but I mean, it's hard because if you are searching for love and you want companionship, you want a relationship, you want, you know, a family or something, it is devastating to hear those words. Um, but just trust that whatever's for you, the guy that is for you, he'll come and, or girl, I don't know, but they'll come to you and they will want to choose you. Like they just, they just will. They, they will, they will want to choose you over and over and over again. They want to love you. And until then, don't hate on love, keep hope and love, but also just kind of put it on the back burner focus on yourself learn about yourself the pain is horrible and truthfully with just like what you were saying about just the simple tasks are horrible to do and exhausting you don't want to do them you will not want to do them maybe for a long time and you'll just have to do them anyways and you'll find just find the grit inside yourself that's like making you go forward and just lean into that lean into her the one that's like pushing through and don't lose hope and love and that's not just romantic love that's just in general trust the people around you that you have proven like you know that they're trustworthy and stuff so okay I think that's all I have for advice hopefully that's helpful in some way um definitely don't talk to him again though <laughs> cut him out we don't need to talk to him we don't hate him we don't need to hate him but we don't need he doesn't deserve our energy anymore so bye now, that kind of segues into what I want to talk about um, mental health-wise. So, I'm going to change the colors. Hold on, I'm redoing my hair. If you're watching, I just have to put my hair all the way up. Um, it's driving me bonkers. What was I talking about? I don't remember. That was a perfect segue into what has just been on my mind lately. Um, I had a bit of a rough day a couple days ago. Actually, wait, it was just yesterday on Valentine's Day. Uh, me and Keen had a wonderful Valentine's Day. We hung out most of the day. We did a bunch of different activities that we like to do. Um, and yeah, it was just a good day. But I did kind of have a bit of a hard time with Valentine's Day only because literally a year ago I was with my ex-husband and um, Valentine's like Day. I just It just was... It just brought up a lot of feelings for me. It just brought up a lot of not positive ones. Um, lots of rejection feelings. Lots of abandonment. Lots of... Anyways, Kean was like, hey, what's wrong? Like, he could tell something was on my mind. And I just get quiet when I feel like something comes up. I just get quiet. And sometimes I don't know how to explain how I feel um, at first. Like, it takes me a second. I kind of need someone to keep asking and that might be a lot to ask, but for now, I need that, so I'd appreciate it, <laughs> and I feel like Kian is good at just, like, okay, I know something's, like, you can, you're, you've go, you're going to a place, I can see it in your face, did I just make a poem? You're going to a place, like, in your head, I can see it, so he, he was kind of pushing me to talk about it, yeah, I think it's just Valentine's Day is bringing up a lot of weird feelings for me, I don't know how to describe this, but this is basically what I said. And I just wanted to tell you guys because I feel like 
after I went on Chelsea's and JC's podcast, the What We Said podcast, I got so many messages saying you handled that divorce so well, like you're being so like graceful and, you know, patient and whatever, like I could never handle it the same. Like I like I'm not saying that that's how I feel. I'm saying that's what people would say to me. And I just wanted to say like, no, that's not how I have just handled it. I wanted to say more about the 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 bad parts of the things that I did and not to be like, oh, let's focus on the things that I did wrong. But just so people don't think that if they're going through something, they didn't handle it on the outside looking in the same way I did, that they're, I don't know. I just don't want people to have like a false representation of what actually transpired and what how I actually felt about everything and what it actually did to me and it did affect me in a very very negative way and even though I have a good head on my shoulders and I can recognize patterns that I can recognize things that I need to change and not helpful thinking it doesn't mean that I execute it and it doesn't mean that I don't have very deep levels of subconscious hurt that I'm holding on to and yesterday I just was realizing like I have felt numb for a long time that's probably distorted because I don't feel numb 24 7 but I just feel like there's a piece of me that is just like dead I don't know how to describe it but it's like this carefree happy-go-lucky girl that felt like she was worth being loved that she felt like it was easy for people to love her it's just like gone I just feel like all I see her I'm just broken I'm, I'm not as bad now I think as I used to be, but at the same time, some days I feel worse than I ever have. But that's kind of how I feel throughout my whole life. I'm always like, oh, I've never been this bad. <laughs> that's just life. Like, I just have to accept that that's kind of just life. I'm just a very up and down person, and I don't hate my life that way, honestly. But lately, I've felt more numb. So, I don't know. It's like I was introduced to... I grew up very fortunate. I have a very loving family, and I... I have a loving mom, loving dad, loving siblings. Basically, I'm saying I grew up very fortunate and um, in terms of the love that I was given. So I never felt like I was hard to love until, you know, my ex-husband left. And it's just like someone giving up on you that you loved. Um is just always going to be damaging. I just don't like when people act like it doesn't affect them anymore when stuff like that happens because I think it's just important for me to share with you guys and for you guys to see that it's not because it's more public or something or because I went on a podcast and, oh, she has everything figured out or whatever. I really don't and I'm still struggling with this rejection and I have such a like a hard heart sometimes and I don't accept love. Like, I really just reject it because I don't feel like I'm lovable. And that I don't ever get mad at him. Honestly, like, I truly have had moments where I, I have fully forgiven him for just, like, the pain that he caused and, like, what he did. And that has been such a weight off my shoulders. Um, just the darkness that would come with that when I would be angry and stuff. It just feels good to have it be gone. But that doesn't fix the layers of damage <laughs> that coated around my heart or something. Anyways, so I just brought up all of these emotions. And I was just saying I constantly am searching, ripping back the layers, trying to find where 
that girl was where she is and literally <laughs> give her cpr just revive her this sounds really depressing but i promise you i'm like okay in the sense of i'm just a human being that's having human experiences and i'm okay but that's just how i've been feeling and anyways and keen was just saying maybe she's just not there like because of just like you're you're kind of traumatized and um she might not ever come back like you can't just wait around waiting for this girl to come back to save you it's like I might just feel sad for a long time and rejected and I just have to kind of push through that and do my own healing work and like I'm religious I believe in Jesus so I have to rely on him and like I've gone to him every single day and it's just hard when my OCD attacks my religion because it's like triggering at the same time <laughs> it's just a lot but um and we just had this like really good conversation about it and and I feel like I did take on, not even consciously, like I tried so hard to have this not happen, but it just happened anyways and that's okay. That's just the consequences of like someone else's actions that I am now dealing with is like, I truly believed, like I took on this belief that I, I must have been so horrible. Like I must have done something so horrible that I don't remember. <laughs> that someone would do that to me like just leave me like that then the way that I was left like it's not even that someone left me it's just the way that it happened is what really like gets me um so I don't know I didn't really mean to cry this much honestly thought I would be heartless talking about this <laughs> like not a tear because I've talked about it so much um but I think it's just the way that it happened. It just automatically, I, it's almost like I couldn't help taking on all of these beliefs. And maybe I could, I don't know. I'm not a therapist yet. <clears throat> I've just like, I'm unlovable. I just feel very hard to love, I guess. Um, I feel too complicated. I feel too much. And it makes me like really despise myself, I think is the main issue that that does obviously being rejected that's what it does to you um and so i think it's just even acknowledging that because i feel like the part that feels dead the part that feels numb the part that falls asleep i think is just associated with that part of me that is very feels truthfully hard to love and doesn't want to come out again because she's scared even starting a podcast i'm like scared to be myself and be rejected but like that could totally happen like it's not like just because i do it again means i'm like rejection free like i'm never gonna get rejected again keen could literally break up with me tomorrow <laughs> and i have to be okay with that like that's a risk i i want to risk it because I know what it feels like to be in love. I know what it feels like to, to serve and like care for someone. I know 
I grew up in a loving family. Like I love that. And that to me is like what fuels my life is the people in my life and the relationships. So I'm not going to just like not ever do that again, but it, it is just a lot of work. Um, but that's, I think what makes it beautiful and meaningful is it's not just like easy. Anyways, so that was, it was a good conversation. I feel like it opened up my heart a little bit more. Um, just peeling back the layers, you know, slowly. And it was really good. It was a really good Valentine's Day. I was really grateful for Kean. He always allows me so much space to just talk about things and to work through things. So I guess if anyone listening ever feels the same way that like you're hard to love, that's just not true at all and the part of your brain that just jumped in again and said yeah but you don't know about a b or c it doesn't matter you you are still lovable and you deserve love and everyone deserves love and you'll get through whatever you're going through and just know that you have me um if no one else understands or whatever you feel like no one does people probably do maybe around you but for now just know i understand (laughs) not everything but if that's how you've felt before if you've gone through something if you feel like you're in the middle of that I'm here for you and I'm I'm not physically there with you and I'm not literally your best friend can talk back and forth but just one person to the other I'm present with you in this moment and we can help each other get rid of our limiting beliefs and our (laughs) self-loathing or whatever it like whatever, whatever burdens you, honestly, I feel very grateful and I'm excited to do this podcast because I want to make a community of people that can truly support each other, no judgment, like it's not about judging, it's not about fixing, it's just about being present with each other, having faith that like everything will work itself out um, and just kind of ride the waves of this life and heal and grow and learn and change so that's kind of what I hope and it helped me to be vulnerable with you guys okay well that was fun that's enough of that that's enough of me being a little cry baby little baby that's crying we're gonna play some games wait I mean pink pink is games I literally forget the color theme every single time you guys Like, every single time, I'm like, wait, what color goes where? The game that we're playing is not really a game, I guess, like, in the the essence of games. Um, But it is just a quick, like, round of fun random questions to ask. So I'm going to go through these really fast. I'm only going to do it for, like, maybe a couple minutes. Um, But I'm excited to answer these. I don't even know what they are. I just looked up um, questions to ask people, like, five, like, um fire quite like what are they like quick questions what is it like a fire round of quick fire questions a quick um something questions anyways um random questions just a fun list okay well i don't know why i'm talking about the questions so much okay what is your favorite sleeping position of all time we're already getting weird um probably on my side with my right leg up like this like in fetal position basically like a little curled up sad little baby what is the dumbest way you've been hurt probably 
get got shot in the eye um, by a Nerf gun in high school by a boy named Tate. And I'm sure he's not watching this, but if you are, why did you do that? He literally went like this, point blank, poof, right in the eye. He's like, I didn't know there's ammo in it. What are the three scents that you like? I like, um, I like lavender and lemon. I don't know why I did this, but I like lavender and lemon. I like rosemary. I like, I don't know what it is, but there's like a doTERRA scent called Motivate or something. And it smells really good. I have no idea what it is, but it is, it is a really good smell. Um, I don't know why I just did like oils. I think it's all scents, but I just only did <laughs> essential oils. Um, what's your favorite board game? My favorite board game is probably Settlers of Catan or something. That's a fun board game. I also like the board game Deception. And what's another one? Which word would you use if you could only use one word for the rest of your life? No. Would you rather have intelligence over looks? Um, yes. Well, yes. What's your most embarrassing moment in grade school? Mm, probably when I fell and got had to get stitches. Uh, because I slid on like the the basketball court on my chin in front of everyone or just like I was really I was an anxious kid so anytime I would do anything to get out of a situation and I would cry or something because I'd be anxious would you rather stay in or go out on a Friday night um I'd probably go out and then come back home early and then cuddle up and watch something or read or do something else have you ever thrown someone an extravagant party I don't know. I have really bad memory right now, so I can't think of anything that I did. I don't think so. What is the weirdest thing you have ever eaten? Probably the weirdest thing I've ever eaten is like a chicken heart or something weird like that. But I don't really eat weird things. Actually, you know what? The weirdest thing I ate was one time my friend Navy gave me a sandwich that was Mexican shredded cheese and peanut butter. And honestly, it wasn't that bad. Well, out of force, but also it's like cheese, which is good, and peanut butter, which is good, and bread. It's not going to be bad. Out of the four seasons, what's your favorite one? Summer. Always. It'll always be summer. What is the most absurd thing you've ever, wait, you've been tricked into doing or believing? That I was loved. Which instrument has the funniest sound? Probably the trombone or something. Where would you relocate if you were forced to leave the country? Japan. Never been there, but I really want to go. Do you care about what other people tell you? Yes. Just in general, do I care when people what people say to me when they're talking to me? Yes, probably. What's the best type of cheese for you? These are weirdly... These are, these are weirdly asked. What's the best type of cheese for you? Like, why don't they just say, what's your favorite type of cheese? I mean, just good old cheddar. What is the greatest risk you have ever taken? Probably moving to California. 
honestly, because it's expensive AF and I did not have a lot of money. And so it's just a scary move and an investment in myself. Have you ever thought of what your future baby will be named? Yes. What are those things you're too old to do but you still enjoy? Um, Probably like cartoons. <laughs> I like cartoons. What's the worst color that was ever invented? Probably mustard, but it has a little bit more green to it. That's a horrible color, I think. No offense to that color. Thank you so much for listening to the Dear Abby podcast. You can like and subscribe. Not you can, you should like and subscribe. And again, I'll be actually out on where you can listen to podcasts next week on Thursday. So you can finally write reviews and all that fun stuff. That would be awesome. And yeah, don't forget to submit the voicemails. You can email, Instagram message me um, as well. And yeah, thanks for listening. Bye.